What's good, ladies and gentlemen? This is your girl, Ms. Drea, and welcome to my station, To Death Do Us Part. If you tuned in to my last episode, we was talking about the key components to building a strong foundation for your marriage. This is part two, the marriage to-do list. We'll be talking about everything that you'll be doing in a marriage, everything you need to be doing, and I'll also be discussing the top things to focus on because these are the top things and the top reasons why a lot of people get divorced. So let's get into it. What's good, everyone? This is your girl, Miss Drea, and I hope everyone had a wonderful day. And I want to thank everybody that tuned into my last episode. I really appreciate the support. So I want to get right into it. Um, if you listened to my last episode, you know that it was about the strong foundation. So this episode is about marriage to-do list. The top things you need to focus on when you start you know, your life with your spouse. Um, basically, the things marriage consists of what you're going to be doing. And I'll read a lot and I'll watch a lot of, um, you know, segments and YouTube videos about, about marriage and stuff. And I learned that a lot of these things that I'm going to be talking about are the top reasons people get divorced. And it's crazy because even with the strong foundation, these things can test that. So that's why I say you do need uh, you know, your, your five keys or whatever, how many keys you need to, you know, build that strong foundation. But this, these, this marriage to do list is what's going to test that dumb, dumb keys. I'm telling you. So I'm going to get started with one of them finance. Mm. Finance is a big thing in a marriage. And why I say this is because money makes the world go round. If your house ain't situated financially it's gonna be a lot of problems it, it really is um it's always the blame game we're not where we need to be because of you or you're doing this or you're not woke, working enough or you're not bringing enough income in and it's always arguing about money you don't want to argue about money but how how can't you fuss about something when Bills ain't getting paid, rent ain't getting paid, or y'all don't have any savings. When you're not financially stable, it it calls other things to become an issue because <laughs> you ain't doing, uh, a wife might feel a man ain't doing what he got to do. And he's like, I'm not giving you none. You you can't even pay a bill around this motherfucker, but you want something. <laughs> like, come on. Nah. You know, even though men would never probably deny that they don't give a damn if the wife ain't never worked, he's still going to want to see. I'm just saying. But um, it caused a lot of issues when you're not financially stable because y'all have y'all have that to worry about. Y'all can't focus on the other things of marriage because y'all so focused on getting, staying up, keeping your heads above water that y'all, y'all can't do anything else you can't even go out to eat because you like okay we're going out to eat where you getting the money from you got you got out to eat money you start sounding like your parents you got out to eat money like i don't want to hear that shit in the marriage i want god to eat like we got money in the bank like you know what i'm saying so finances is one of the top reasons people get divorced too because when you're not financially stable you have so much to worry about that you don't have time to focus on anything else so that needs to be definitely be on your marriage to-do list get situated sit and talk about what y'all plans on plans are who's gonna work um 
how are we going to, you know, do the bills? How are we going to do the savings? What are we saving for? Um, how are we going to go about like our credit? Let's sit down and get our credit straight. If you you know, if your stuff ain't straight, that's, you know, some people have their stuff together before they get married, but I'm talking to people that, that, ha- that don't have it yet. So, you know, you're doing it as a team. It's, it, it, it feels good to do it with your partner to be like, oh, we getting our credit situated. We, you know, we save, got our savings up. Like we doing, when you, when you get to that point where y'all doing that together and y'all both on the same page, it feels good. And it's less arguments. If you know that, okay, my check was this and his check was that. Okay. We paid all our bills. We got money in the savings. Okay. You go ahead and you take a little couple dollars, do something for yourself or you do, you know, that's how it should be. That's how me and my husband is. Like when we get paid, we do what we got to do, put up our savings, pay what we got to pay to get whatever we trying to get fixed or whatever we trying to get situated. And then I'll be like, oh, you got money left over. You can go ahead and go get your, you little something, something. Not go ahead or we get something for the kids or we can go out. Like we, we make sure we budget ourselves or whatever. You know, sometimes you get to the point where you don't have it. You know, and you just got to be honest, like, yo, we don't have it this week. Ain't none of that. And it's okay. It's okay. But don't argue about it. Don't argue about something that both of y'all going through. It is, it's pointless. But I'm going to get on another topic when it comes down to finance and the roles and working. If you get in a situation where one person is working and being that this COVID-19 stuff is going on, you might be going through it. So if one spouse is working and the other spouse, you know, happen to lose their job, you need to communicate. And this is where the the key components come in. Communicate what you want. If, for example, if I'm working and you're not working, this X, Y, and Z need to be done when I get home. It's not that I'm trying to tell you what to do, but I'm trying to tell you, like, this is a team effort. I'm not going to be going out to work and I'll come back and the kids ain't situated, the house ain't situated. And if you do have somebody that don't want to cooperate and don't want to be do a team effort and not working, then you're going to have problems. Like, you can't expect that a person to work a full-time job and come home and do everything. Now, it can be some, okay, I had the kids all day. When you get home, I'm going to let you, you know, get situated. But can you at least give me about, you know, a half an hour or an hour or something so I can get free my mind? You know, because the kids is home now. Them motherfuckers is home. God damn, they home. Damn it. But, flashbacks, I'm sorry. But, um, you know, you have to communicate. Like, look, this is what I want if I'm working because... Let me tell you something. When one person is working and the other person is not, and and some people want, you know, just one spouse to work. If you're making six figures and you make enough to pay everything in the house and take care of the whole family, that's God's bl- God bless you. Some people are, you know, able to do that. But if you're not and you're the only one working and you you tired and you don't want to, you know, you want help, communicate. Or maybe that person can't work, but at least that person could put in work to the house. Like team, teamwork, make the dream work. Like until you get a job, this is what you need to be doing. I shouldn't really have to do all these things if I'm the one working. Now, if both of you, if both of you, um, both of you are working, I feel this is me personally. Some people might think women should only be doing this, but if we both working and I'm coming in the house. 
and I work too, just as well as you work, we need to divide the chores. And I remember I heard somebody say this. I heard a man say this before. If you can split the bills with your wife 50-50, you can split the housework with your wife 50-50. Because they think, honestly, a lot of men or a lot of people think that that's just a woman's job, point blank blank and period but back in the days it was the man's job just to go to work so now times have changed it's like okay the women need to go to work too because we need to stay afloat we need two incomes it's expensive nowadays but if i go to work too it's gonna be some 50 50 in the house i'm not gonna come up for work and you just can be like uh, i had a lovely day and flop your ass on the couch i don't think so we're gonna pick days where you can cook and i can cook because that's you know i'm not speaking for everybody but i don't know for me me and my husband do that if i'm working monday through friday and he might be working monday through friday or he going off because he you know he works on the road he'll be like well i'll cook tuesday okay then we have leftovers wednesday and then i cook thursday then sunday dinner you know i can cook or we cook together he'll do the laundry i'll fold clothes like it's teamwork 50 50 i'm not gonna be working too and then expect me so at the end of the day it's not 50 50 if you look at it like the women just do the ch- um, chores. It's not 50-50. If, we, if, we're, if I'm working too, that means, and I have to come home and deal with the kids and do the housework, that's not 50-50. So for y'all men that think that's cool, that's not 50-50, honey. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not because she have to go to work and come home. No, 50-50 means equal everything, equal house stuff, equal work. So when it comes down to finances, and, and how to, you know, run your household as far as everybody contributing. Um, those are things you need to sit down with your spouse and and get it situated. Communicate what y'all want. Communicate what is fair. Um, because arguing about finances and budgeting your household and what role is what or whatever the case may be, it just take up too much time when you could just communicate what you want. And being that this is the top reason a lot of people get divorced, you need to focus on that. When a bad situation occurred, you need to sit down and figure figure out together what what your plans are. Don't just dive into it like, okay, oh my God, this is happening, whatever the case may be. Because you know what, COVID-19 going on, I know some people lost their jobs. And even if it was one spouse or two spouse, sit to both of y'all, sit down and talk about what are y'all plans. It's always good to have a plan because anything can happen and, and, and that's the test. That's the test. And that's when you go back to your your key components of trusting that person, being honest to that person or what you want, communicating with this person because and staying committed, like and putting God first, because look, we're going through something. This is what we need to go back to. You feel me? So I want to get into this next topic, which is sex, something we all need to be having in a marriage. This is very important in the marriage sex because this is also a top reason why people get divorced. Sex. And people can say that, well, sex is not that important. Yes, the hell it is. And people know it is. They just don't want to really talk about it. Like, oh, nobody can. No, a lot of people do care about sex. When you marry, I mean, you need to have sex. You marry. You could do whatever you want to do. You have sex. What is wrong with you? You're supposed to be having sex. So show some love and affection. And that's on the to-do list too. Love and affection. Love your partner. Have sex with them. Like because this topic also caused divorce as well. You not having sex with your partner is going to be an issue. Like y'all married. Y'all could do whatever y'all want to do. And with that being said, at the end of the day, let's put it out there. When men 
don't get no sex, they feel neglected. Not saying that women don't like sex, but when women is not getting love and affection, they feel neglected. You hear a lot of men complaining, you ain't been giving me none. Like, I got to beg for, you know, I tap your shoulder, you roll over some shit. And then you got the women complaining, you ain't been spending no time with me. Like, we don't even go nowhere. We don't even go out to eat. Oh, my God. So, that's why I said sex and love and affection is very important in a marriage. Have sex. Love on, love on each other. Like, come on. You should be able to have sex whenever, wherever, and however. And this this ain't that, you know, that PG-13 sex either, that boyfriend and girlfriend sex. This that married sex that you can do whatever you want to do, sex. This is where you go back to that trust. If you trust that your person, your husband or your wife is, you know, keep it in within your marriage, then do whatever y'all want to do. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do in y'all, 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 y'all sex life in in the bed. Shoot, you should be able to have it whenever you want. You downstairs watching TV, the kids upstairs, you know, taking naps and shit. Go in the closet. Go in the bathroom. Like, come on, be spontaneous. Have sex with your spouse. Stop playing around. You ain't got time to play no games. You ain't got time to to have somebody else give your spouse that. You don't got time for a person to do what you're not doing to your spouse. Because trust me, it is very important. Like, you know, if you had a hard day at work and you come home, you're like, I'm about to slide in the sun real fast. I don't care if I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I be doing laundry. You come downstairs. Oh, you, oh, you just gonna bend me over like that? See, and and that's when you marry. That that's what you're supposed to do. Show your man. Show your woman you love them. You know, and not just. I'm not just saying you got to show them love with sex, but that's one of them. You know, be open minded too. Be open minded. When you marry, you you could do whatever you want to do. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to keep putting out there because when you might do whatever you want to do, be open-minded. If 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 your man or your 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 girl watching a porn or something, he's like, damn, I want to try that. You're like, I ain't trying that shit. Don't be looking at me. You better try that shit. You better try that shit. I'm telling you. Shoot, because if my man tell me he want me to fly from the ceiling, I'm going to check to see if how, how sturdy that shit is and I'm going to get up on that ceiling fan. I'm telling you. Like you have to be, you, you, this is the person you'll be with the rest, rest of your life. It, it, it should be to a point where you like, damn, we done everything. We married, we done done. I don't even know what else to do in bed. Like we won't have to come up with some shit. Like, I don't know what else we can do. We done did everything. That's how it should be. It shouldn't be, oh, I never did that with my wife. I never did that with my husband. I asked him, but, uh, stop playing. Stop it. Stop it. Because you should not be in no marriage and be like, I ain't never did that before with my wife. I ain't never do that with my husband. Hell no. Everything is important. And I'm not saying, you know, you got to do some off the wall stuff. But just be open minded. Like, you know, be open minded to things. Well, I'm not going to get too much on that topic because I definitely going to make an episode about sex, period. Just sex. So we're going to get into the love and affection part. Be loving. Love on each other. Show some affection. Spend time with each other. You have to spend quality time with each other. Definitely for the married couple that have kids. Find time to have time to yourself. 
Go on dates. It don't have to be a date night every weekend. It could be a date night once a month. And that's when you go back to your finances. Whatever's in your budget, you do that. So if you want to go on a date night every other week or every other month, spend time together. Because a lot of couples with kids feel like feel like they can't separate the two. You need to have that quality time with your spouse. Perfect times to spend with each other if you're not going out. If it's been a long day, you're both you know, been to work and you come home, get the kids situated and save the kids in bed by 8, 30, 9 o'clock. That's your time to find a show to watch or sit down and enjoy a snack together. Or you know what, do you know, sex. <laughs> but um, you need to find time in the day to always um, come together and just discuss like how your day been or how you feeling or you need a back rub or whatever the case may be. Find that time in the day. Not every day y'all going to have that time to do that. But even if it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes before y'all go to sleep, because sometimes it's just the day been hectic and y'all just want to go to sleep. But just find that time to spend time together. So my next topic is family dynamics. Family dynamics on your to-do list. How are you... How are you going to raise your kids, like your morals, the rules that's in your house, and if y'all both agree on certain things because having kids and even blending families can be very hard. And I, I'm also going to be talking about that in another episode called Blending Families. Um, it's hard when you're when when you don't know what you're going to do when you're you have to be a team when you're dealing with kids and raising kids and how you want to raise them. Um, you need to really focus on what are y'all going to do? Because you always have that bad cop, good cop. One parent is more strict than the other one. And I feel for me, um, I'm more strict because I set a lot of rules because I like a lot. I like my house to run a certain way and I like things done a certain way. And you know, my husband is the more laid back one is like, Oh, I didn't see him do that. Or I didn't see her do that. Like what? You ain't see that. Cause I saw it and I, I saw you looking at it and I know you saw it. So what? So it's always good to know what, you know, is acceptable. What is not what y'all feel that this is what our rules, this is what our rules are. And this is, and it is what it is. Um, ha- have that situated and, and talk with your spouse like that. I mean, talk to your spouse about that because it, you know, allows the house to run s- smooth. There's a, you know, there's a lot of things that's going to occur with kids because you never know with kids, but you have to be on the same page because if you don't know it or not, kids can turn you against each other for a minute because they were like, well, mom said I can do this, but then you turn around telling me I can do, but if y'all both was on the same page, you will already know that I didn't say that she can do that or he can do that. You will already know if we both had this laid out that this is what, this is how we raising them or this is the rules, you will already know. So they can't even play no tricks on you said this because I'm like, your dad would never say that. Your dad don't even get down, don't even do that. You know what I'm saying? So, have that in line for the people that do have kids because it can get hard. And sometimes you will catch yourself having arguments about the kids. Like, how would you let him do that or her do that? Or what is wrong with you? I can say that, you know, me and my husband have to discuss a lot of things about the kids and we're a blended family, but, um, you know, us sitting down and I remember us usually will have a little arguments about what, like, why are you accepting that or why are you doing that? Or no, we ain't doing this or So we both really sat down and I said, look, this is what 
is not acceptable. He was like, you right. Or he said, yep, and this also is not said, Okay, and this is what we gonna lay down to the kids. I remember we had a meeting with the kids is, this is what y'all not gonna do. Uh, you know, meet with my daughter. This is what you're not gonna do. And we both agreed it. So don't come to me and say, well, dad said, I don't, I know your dad didn't say that because we already talked about that. Or don't go to your dad and say, well, mom said, nah, you ain't gonna try to play us like that. So, when you're either when you have a family already or blended family, discuss that. That is a big topic which I need to discuss because I'm telling you, that's that um you argue a lot about that. You know? Um you wanna make sure that whatever y'all plans on for y'all kids, y'all stay focused on it. Y'all stick to it. You know? You sit your kids down, you let them know these are the rules and this is this is how this house is gonna be ran. They should already know. So I say that is definitely on the marriage to-do list. You need to make sure you sit down and you have a discussion with your spouse about how things going to go, how the house needs to be ran. And I'm not saying that everything you do on the list is going to run smoothly, but to discuss it and already have a plan is is easier. It makes things easier. That's what I think. I mean, I'm not saying everybody marriage is easy and, you know, my marriage is perfect and easy, but I feel I'm a very oriented person. I like to have everything, you know, planned. Like, okay, let's figure this out because I want to be prepared for when things do happen that, you know, we ain't falling apart. And that goes with family too, because kids can get out of hand and, you know, you know, as they get become teenagers, they might start doing some of the stuff that we did as a teenager. And sometimes I be, I fear, I think about that shit like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to think about it. Because let, let's not all think we saints on here because we did some stuff as teenagers. And just the thought of thinking your kid's going to do that, I'm like, nah, we got to have that plan in motion. Now I need to know what to do with that happen. I want to stop that before it even happens. So let's get this because we done stuff. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I want to, you know, make sure that they don't do what we did. As kids, if they do, then, you know, we prepare for that. And we both on the same page. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely think that family dynamics and getting that stuff in order is very important and should definitely be on your marriage to-do list. And for my last topic before I leave is team. Teamwork make the dream work. If you want to get all these things done on this marriage to-do list and keep it going, be a team. Like, it's not a lot of things on this to this list, but it consists of a lot of work. So when you're a team, it makes things a lot easier. Not saying that it's going to be easy all the time, but when you work as a team, y'all have each other's back. You should never feel like you're alone in a marriage, ever. You think when these basketball players go out on there on the court, they feel alone? No, because they got their teammates. Football players go out there in the field. They don't feel alone because they got their teammates. And as it should be in a marriage, you should never feel like you're doing anything alone. You should never feel alone in a marriage. It's teamwork. Get it done. Get these things done together. Build up your future together and keep it going. So I'm going to head out right now. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in this episode, Marriage To-Do List. And this is your girl, Miss Drea. And thank you for coming in on my station to Death Do Us Part. And I'm out. Peace and blessings.